Listeners, and welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast, a presentation of DominionFire.com with me, Million, M-I-L-L-I-A-N, welcoming you to another episode. Now, we may have missed a week because of a little scheduling conflict, but I told you before that I'm staying on my hustle for 2016, and we are pressing forward and keeping this thing rolling down the road. Joining me today from up in Alberta, Canada. Sounds a little too cold for me, but I'm, I'm cool with it. Whatever. I love Canadians. Sylvan Lake, Alberta, Canada. This gentleman was referred to us. We recently uh, just connected up and uh, started having a little conversation, and I'm already liking what I'm hearing. This gentleman's a healing evangelist, a director of leader ministries and conferences in his church, as well as director of healing and deliverance. Um, activities in his church as well. A former police officer, again, joining us from the Great White North, Jim Holtam. Jim, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you, my bro? I'm doing fine, Million. I'm glad to be here. I'm very excited about today. Oh, this is going to be a good one. I, uh, our, our friends up in Canada, for instance, Frank Hanks, who referred us to uh, referred you to us, is, uh, you got a lot of cool stuff going on up there. So I'm excited to hear what's going on uh, up your way. So let's open the show with some testimony. So what can you share with us that you've witnessed in healing ministry and healing evangelism that's kind of you know a little out there, a little big, a little crazy, off the beaten path? What can you share with us? Well, I got, I got hundreds of testimonies from even just the last year, so I kind of went through some things, and, and uh, we've seen some different patterns, and it's kind of interesting sometimes how you'll see, you know, for a couple of months, all you'll see is a certain type of thing going on, and, and we've just seen a lot of broken bones being healed recently, so I thought I'd share a couple of those ones and uh, just kind of see where it goes from there in my notes here, but uh, um, uh, had one recently where... Uh, um, my daughter and I were, were in Costco here and shopping and, and we kind of believe that uh, we don't kind of go out and do these things. We kind of do it as we go. So if you see somebody, we get excited and, and kind of uh, break some stocking laws sometimes. But uh, uh, we, we found this young man. He was, he was kind of hobbling out of Costco, had a cast on his leg and uh, we caught him in the parking lot. And uh, I just asked, I, I just asked him, Hey, you know, have you ever seen God heal anybody? And it turns out he was a Christian. Uh, he he'd had a quad flipped over on his on his leg and snapped his ankle in a couple of places and uh, was in a lot of pain, just had surgery. And this was actually the first day he was allowed to be out. Uh, he was on crutches, uh, didn't put any weight on it. And uh, I witnessed him, he threw his, we didn't catch up to him right away. I witnessed him throw his crutches in the back of the, the one side of the car and, and he kind of hobbled, used the car to support himself. So I knew he, he couldn't put a lot of weight on it. And I uh, just started having a conversation with him, and uh, it was kind of an interesting one because he, he said he was been watching some uh, YouTube videos of all these people doing healings, uh, and uh, he's very intrigued by it, but he, he was a little bit skeptical. So uh, I just told him, you know what, well, God has set, set you up today, and uh, God's just going to demonstrate to what uh, that this stuff is real. And uh, we just took a real short prayer and just commanded the, the bones to heal and the, the pain to leave. Asked him to test it out, and uh, I think if I remember right, it took two prayers. First one, he he kind of noticed something going on and kind of got excited, and then prayed again. And then before long, he was walking in circles in the parking lot, uh, kind of running in circles. And uh, we had a great conversation about faith and, and that this stuff was real, and uh, it was just kind of neat to see that. Um, that's just one example of that. We've seen uh, like just a strew of these kind of broken legs this the, the last few months. Uh, we had a lady where I've prayed with Frank Hanks actually at a farmer's market here here locally. She had hit a deer on a motorcycle, uh, busted herself up pretty bad, and uh, again had another broken leg. Uh, we prayed for her 
Um, she had a lot of people actually praying for her when she was in the hospital and, and everything seemed to be healing up but this leg. And uh, she was kind of had one of those little scooters that you, uh, you put your bad leg up on and you kind of push with the other one around, kind of the new thing. And uh, within, uh, it was kind of interesting because when we started praying for her, I sensed that, that there was a little bit of fear and that she was scared that God might not heal her. And, and so she was kind of holding back a little bit. So we kind of dealt with that and didn't even really pray for the leg itself I uh, just kind of prayed for, for some inner healing in, in uh, her relationship with God and then broke the fear off. And before long, the, the, she she started walking. Uh, couldn't put any pressure on it before. She'd come in with the scooter, and, and she was walking in, in circles. The kids kind of took the scooter away. And, and when she left, she had the, the, the bad, what was the bad leg uh, on the ground and her good leg on the scooter, and she kind of pushed herself away doing that. And so that was kind of a cool one as well. Um, uh, and, and yeah, just, it's just been continuing like that. Like I said, with the broken bones, I don't know, like I said, sometimes we see it in different cycles, but this has kind of been a big cycle for us lately. Um, my son and I were in a grocery store recently, uh, again, seeing a lady with a, a cast on and, uh, you know, what? when, when your wife sends you out to get milk, sometimes you don't have time to, to pray for everybody that you see, but this lady was really highlighted. So it wasn't really a convenient moment for us. Um, and uh, I think we were already at the, the cash register, so we kind of got our groceries, got them out in the car, came back in, stocked her down a little bit. And uh, um, she was quite comfortable in letting us pray for her, but she had a friend with her that, uh, you know, just kind of wanted to turn the blind eye. And I don't I don't know what this is all about and kind of walked away as we were at, talking to her. And uh, But we prayed for her, declared just a quick, quick 30-second healing. And uh, this lady had broken toes, broken ankle, and a broken leg. And uh, something happened that her friend obviously could tell from a distance because her friend ran back in between the first prayer and, and said, hey, I've got a headache too. Can you guys deal with that? And so my, my son laid hands on her, and I finished the lady with the broken leg. And, uh, again, she was uh, using the cart as kind of her crutches, and she was walking normally up and down the aisles. Um, and, yeah, so those are just three three. In, uh, broken leg ones that I can tell you about that have been recently. Um, uh, we've seen all sorts of, you know, knees, legs, shoulders, feet healed in, in just in just quick prayers out and about uh, when you're shopping, uh, looking for people. And, and uh, uh, my, my family, I have, I have three kids. We try to get them involved as much as possible. So they, they get involved in it. And uh, uh, they kind of thought I was crazy when they were younger. And now they're, they're kind of 18. 1921 and they they do this kind of stuff all the time themselves um got another uh a neat one uh we were praying for a man with uh sore knees he had a lot of knee pain he had fallen off a ladder uh while we were praying for him uh you know prayed one or two or three times and uh nothing really seemed to be happening in his knees but but he commented that he felt just a really cold sensation in his chest uh, so we just continued to pray and, and we're thanking God for whatever he was doing and asking for more. And then, and then he, he blurted out, you know, I don't have a wheeze anymore. And uh, so I asked him, you know, if he'd been sick, I didn't, I didn't know if he had a cold or, or something like that. And he goes, no, I've had asthma since I was a boy. And, uh, you know, he's, he's in his forties uh, and he'd been on a puffer, uh, required to be on a puffer every day since he was like eight years old. And uh, God healed him that night. And, and uh, last time I checked with him, it's been over over two years since he had to use his puffer. So that was kind of a fun one because, you know, we're, we're praying for his knees because uh, we see a lot of that injury type stuff healed. And his knees didn't get healed that day, but his asthma got healed. So that was kind of a fun one as well. Another uh, exciting one we've seen recently was we had an elderly lady uh, in her 80s 
come to our healing rooms and uh, she had had a, uh, one of her toes was really kind of crooked in a number of different directions. And she'd had that for about 20 years. And a couple of our youth had, had prayed for her and her toe actually straightened out right in front of them as they were laying hands on her. Um, and, and that's kind of a unique one because it's, it's not one of those things that y- you think that uh, some people don't think that God would be, would care about that kind of stuff because it's, Hey, you know, maybe the person beside her with cancer needs to be healed, but you know, here this, this toe straightened out right in front of them. And, and, but she was so moved. She came back to one of our healing rooms at a conference a couple months later. And I had a 10 year old girl praying with me. And, uh, um, I was just kind of giving her the, the, I give her a look to see if she had anything for anybody. And, and this particular lady, uh, the little girl said, yeah, I got something. So she just stepped up to her, put her hand on her shoulder and said, get out. And uh, the the lady actually had come because she'd had arthritis in her hips and her legs, her knees and her feet. And, and uh, when this 10-year-old girl just kind of reached forward and said two words, uh, get out, the, all of the pain left this, this elderly woman's body. And she was just, she was just in tears and completely wrecked for, for a number of uh, minutes after that, uh, even as she left, because, you know, she just uh, had a couple of, she was really praying for youth. And, and it turned out that, uh, you know, two times in a couple of months, uh, youth had kind of stepped up and just laid hands on her and watched her get healed and those kind of experiences. Um, uh, I could just go on and on and on. We've prayed for uh, recently a young girl with scoliosis. Uh, didn't even really say anything. Just put your hand on her back and, and she felt popping in her back and she, she straightened straight up. Um, uh, I've prayed for uh, a lady with MS recently, and, and as we were praying for her, she felt popping in her brain, and uh, she had webbing, uh, a web-like feeling all over her foot and her ankle, and uh, and we just prayed one more time, just another quick 30-second prayer, and all that that webbing-like feeling left her left her foot. Um, so I, I just we've just been seeing uh, so many of these types of testimonies. It's it's really cool to watch God do it. And it's why it's it's for me as as I lead these different teams and teach people. It's neat to see people doing it for the first time and, and just watching God uh, heal people. Uh, we have we've had some really interesting stuff recently where you know we're we lead people through some renunciation prayers of different things and uh, people are getting healed just in the audience without even other people praying for them. Um, and that's kind of a, a neat thing as well. I had one lady she had a bone spur on her heel and, and a growth on her Achilles tendon. And she, she was reading through this one prayer of renunciation and uh, the, ten, the, the, the growth shrunk on her tendon and, and the spur left in, instantly and she was walking around, no pain in her foot, uh, no, no restriction, nothing like that at all. So, so there's, a, there's a few uh, just kind of the, I don't know, the, the arthritis and the injury and the broken bones has kind of really been a big uh, trend in the last few months. Um, but like I said, we, it's, it's kind of interesting sometimes to just watch, uh, um, how God just does things and there's patterns to it. And, uh, we had a lady here recently as well who had, who'd had a back surgery, for, uh, suffered back pain for 22 years. She was in a head on collision 22 years ago. Um, tons of tension in her neck and shoulders, couldn't raise her arm above her head. Um, and, and prayed about four to six times and, and the pain started reducing about 20% each time. And, uh, at the end of it, she basically said, hey, there's, I have tingling all over my body, places that I couldn't feel before, and, and the pain is, is pretty much non-existent right now. She could bend over all of her, all of her uh, range of motion, the tension in her neck and shoulders is all gone, and, and just uh, lift her arm above her head with no problem, things of that nature. So, again, just another a great testimony of, of God's faithfulness. 
um, like I said, uh, I can just, I can go on and on and on. I had a, a gentleman here, uh, another gentleman in a store. I, I seen him with a full knee brace on and, uh, like I said, sometimes we just do it because we're told to go, right? And and you just go after people. And sometimes there's a definite push from the Holy Spirit. And uh, this gentleman, I just felt that highlight. So uh, I, I did the stalking thing in the aisles again to, to find out where, you know, when it would be convenient to start talking to him. And uh, he would, uh, he had uh, wrecked his knee in a, in a work accident. Uh, he told me it was... Uh, um, his ACL, his MCL, his meniscus, and, and a bunch of other things. He just—he basically told me he'd completely destroyed his knee. Now, he didn't have a lot of pain, but uh, he did have zero range of motion because he'd had surgery the, the week previous to that, and uh, so it was a lot of stiffness, a lot of tightness, and he couldn't move his knee at all. So, I just described to him that you know I, I love testimonies, um, testimonies release faith. So, uh, I, I just told him a couple of testimonies of some knee healings that we had seen. And uh, he let me pray for him right in the store and uh, prayed for him. And, and, and then the look on his face of, of um, you know, something has happened. Uh, some people feel things, some people don't, but uh, he definitely knew something was going on. And, and he explained to me that, you know, he just felt things loosening up. And uh, so we prayed again, prayed a couple more times, just thanking God for his goodness and, and releasing more all over him. And uh, he, when we were done, he took his knee brace off. He had full range of motion. He could he could bend his knee right to the right to the 90 degree and pass that, and I uh, could put weight on it. I think that was the first day he was uh, that wasn't the first day he was allowed out, but he wasn't supposed to put uh, any weight on his knee yet. So uh, it's it's fun to see people walking in a store with their crutches and their braces and their casts and and uh, the doctor's orders. You know, don't put put any weight on this and. I got to watch him walk out of the store with his crutches under his arm. Um, so that was another cool one. Um, and it's just being, like I said, uh, just being willing to do it. And, and I think a lot of people, uh, sometimes there's that fear to just step out, right? And, and we just find that people are usually more than willing to accept prayer. Um, another one would be a, a gentleman in a coffee shop uh, here recently where he was standing in front of us again, crutches, a bandage on his foot, it sprained his ankle pretty bad. Uh, again, and, and I have a, I, I call it my healing pickup line. Frank Hanks likes that one too, uh, is, uh, you just ask somebody, you know, if I told you your pain would go away when I prayed for you, would you let me pray for you? And, and you kind of get a, we find we get like about a 90% response with that where people let you pray. And, uh, uh, and there was a gentleman in the coffee shop, again, uh, all of his pain went away. He was, he was stepping on his foot, uh, bending it, twisting it in all different directions. And his, his girlfriend, was kind of had that look of shock on her face. She didn't know what was going on, and uh, and uh, she carried his crutches out while he carried their coffee order out. So uh, just another great example of of how of how God just just heals people, and uh, uh, we just need to be bold and do it. And carried the coffee out too. That's a whole plus right there. Absolutely, you know, that's, that's brilliant. <laughs> that's so awesome to hear. We always love hearing testimonies, and thank you for sharing those with us. We are actually up against our first break, listeners. So we're going to step out for just a moment here at the Heal the Sick podcast. And when we come back, we're going to hear more about Jim's background and experience, how he got in on all this, and an awesome game I'm excited to share with you. So keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Million back with you momentarily. Hey guys, Million here. I want to say thank you for listening to this program and for supporting the work we do. I would like to invite you to visit our website at dominionfire.com. And while there, sign up for our VIP email newsletter. This is a free service, and as a member, you will receive early releases of the Heal the Sick podcast, updates on the content we create, members-only discounts in our audiobook store, and exclusive content not released elsewhere. 
Visit dominionfire.com for full details. And if you subscribe, you will receive our free report entitled A Christian's Guide to Divine Healing for Yourself with tools, tips, and strategies to minister healing for your own conditions. All free by subscribing to our newsletter and by visiting www.dominionfire.com. All right, listeners, back for the second segment of this week's Heal the Sick podcast with me, Million, M-I-L-L-I-A-N, your ministry, provocateur, iconoclast, firebrand, and resident heretic here at Dominion Fire. In case I didn't tell you that in the first segment, which I you know, probably should have. But anyway, you can find all that as well as the entire catalog of this program at dominionfire.com. Make sure when you go there, check out all the previous episodes of Heal the Sick because there's so much good information. Check out our YouTube vlog called The D-Fire Vlog where you just get me on video because... I'm sure that's great. And all the other cool projects we're working on, which we're, like I've said before, this whole year, we're, we're staying on our hustle for uh, 2016 and bringing you all kind of new stuff as it uh, as it matures and ripens. So you're going to like it. And uh, let's get back to our guest today. Jim Holtzman is joining us today. And this segment, we talk about background and experience. So Jim, tell us about yourself. Give us a full rundown of you. Awesome. Uh, well, I grew up a church kid. Uh, my grandfather was a Pentecostal minister, and, and I've heard, you know, all sorts of stories and, and uh, miracles as I was growing up. As, as my, my grandfather was kind of a pioneer back in the old days, and, and so, so I've always seen that. But uh, as we were chatting in the break a little bit, it always, it always bugged me when I was younger to, you know, you'd hear testimonies of things that uh, happened, you know, 15 or 20 years ago, and, and you didn't see a lot of it, you know, right there in front of you. So, so that kind of got my attention as a kid. Uh, I grew up, like I said, in church, uh, but God really got my attention when I was, uh, you know, I was in youth leadership and I was about 17, 18 years old and I actually crushed my foot under a car. Uh, I was, I was pushing a car and, and it was a, um, kind of a short wheelbase and I, I kind of give the last push before you jump in and, and, um, my foot kind of bent over in the wheel, the tire caught my foot, folded it right in half. And I just had multiple fractures in my foot, uh, quite a painful little experience, but, uh, um, I, I was really pressing into God at that time in my life and, and, uh, I wanted to see more, wanted to see miracles, wanted, you know, wanted to see the stuff that I read about, but I wasn't seeing. And, uh, I was, I remember I was driving to, I was driving to youth group, but it was my right foot that I crushed. I had a, I had an old car that was a standard and, uh, I had to use, sorry, it was my left foot that was crushed. I had to use my right foot to come off the gas to push the clutch into shift. And it was kind of an awkward, awkward situation. Couldn't put any weight on my left foot. And, and I was listening to a, a, um, a CD of some worship music, and, and the gentleman that was that was leading worship kind of just started preaching in the middle of it. And he's like, you know, sickness and disease can't stand in the presence of God. So, you know, if you if you need a miracle, just just spontaneously start worshiping God. And and I was young enough and naive enough just to not challenge the doctrine of it, and and uh, just started worshiping God. And I think I got two words out of my mouth, and and um, my foot felt like a ski boot came off. Uh, if anybody's ever done any snow skiing. And you ski hard all day, and you take that boot off at the end of the day. There's just that that pressure release, that, and that was kind of a uh, an interesting feeling because I, I haven't had a lot of those experiences personally of of the physical feeling of it. And so that was a, a neat thing for me. And I played football on it uh, the next day. Uh, everything was everything was great. So that was kind of my first introduction for personally. I had a couple other personal healings over the years, and. Uh, um, and, and I went to Bible school when I was 19, um, went on a missions trip to Russia actually. And, and we did, we did typical, uh, um, 
go out and, and minister, do dramas and, and all that kind of stuff. And But we'd come to the uh, one place where we were visiting some children's hospitals. And uh, um, I seen all sorts of, you know, I'm just a, a young Canadian kid, haven't seen much in the world. And uh, we'd seen, we went to this hospital and there's a lot of children with missing limbs and, and mutations from Chernobyl and, and all sorts of just stuff that you wouldn't see in, in Canada here. And uh, um, it really, it really hit me hard because, you know, we, we did this drama for these kids and then our, our leaders basically sent us out to, you know, go minister to these kids now. And it was kind of like a uh, a dagger in my heart to, to go, you know, from what I'm reading in this Bible, um, you know, if Jesus was standing here, I think things would be happening and, and I don't know how to do that. And uh, so that kind of set me, that was kind of a real catalyst for me as a young man, uh, just to set me up to be passionate to see healing. And, and so I came back and, and uh, didn't really have a huge missions heart at that time, time in my life, but really had a heart to come back home and change my my world for God. And, and so uh, that kind of really, like I said, put me on, on a path of, of just pursuing healing. Um, I got into business after that, uh, after kind of youth ministry. Um, I, I became a police officer. Uh, I learned a lot about authority as a police officer. And I think that, that God had taken me through that time of my life to really understand, you know, when we speak things, they, they can happen. And, and there, there is an authority that we have in, in my policing career. I kind of, uh, there's a lot of spiritual parallels that, I, that I've learned through a lot of that experience. Uh, so that kind of fast forwards us uh, to where we are now, you know, a number of years later. And now we're, uh, um, I lead, uh, you know, altar ministry teams in our in our church and our conferences. I'm, I'm the director of our healing deliverance rooms ministry. And we're literally putting thousands of people through our, our, our ministries every year now. And we're seeing just, just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people getting healed. Uh, um, it's kind of funny because we see us, it's a 76%. Uh, I track the, the data pretty, pretty hard and, and, uh, inside the walls of the church, we see about a 76%, I call it an instant response to prayer when we see something that we can actually tangibly track. And, uh, you know, outside of the church, it's, it's kind of more closer to the 90%, uh, which is kind of an interesting stat. But uh, I, I bring that up just to say, you know, we're just we're just seeing so many different things getting healed as we just put ourselves out to ministry, whether it's in the church and, in, in, you know, a format of, of a, a healing and deliverance ministry or if we're just out and about doing stuff. So, uh I kind of resigned as a police officer here about five years ago and, and God was just leading me back into doing ministry full time. And that's kind of what we're doing now. And, and, uh, um, we, we do conferences and seminars and we teach people how to do this stuff. And, uh, um, we actually, we have our own healing deliverance ministry, but lately we've been also, uh, um, helping other churches set those up. And, and so, uh, we've been traveling, we're kind of in the middle of Alberta and uh, we've been going out to Edmonton and Calgary, which is kind of an hour and a half each direction. And, uh, we've been helping some, some ministry set up healing, healing deliverance. And I got a great, I was just going to tie in a great testimony, um, with that. Uh, just recently we had a, uh, one of these places where that we've been supporting them as they've been getting their deliverance and healing teams going. And we've been going up every, uh, every couple of weeks to kind of just give them support and, uh, had a young man who had never seen anybody healed ever in his life and, and grew up in the church. Um, he was, uh, he was self-admittedly a conservative Baptist kid, uh, but his wife had been coming out to these these trainings for a number of months, and he'd been hearing so much about it, he was he was just excited to get out. And so uh, he they got a sitter, and they both came out this night, and and uh, the the administrator there kind of sent him to my my team, and and I just said, hey, you know what, you're 
you've never seen it. You're going to do all the praying tonight. And he kind of had that blank look on his face, but he's a bit excited. And, and we just had him do all the praying. And uh, just as a demonstration that, it, you know, it's who we are in Christ. It's it's the sonship that, that gives us the ability to do these things. It's not performance and, and, and experience. And so he prayed for a lady with dental pain. Uh, her dental pain left. Uh, he prayed for a lady with neck pain and, and tension in her shoulders. That all left. And uh, he also actually uh, cast out a demon while he was there, too. And, and so he, he kind of had that uh, excited blank look at the beginning and, and a more excited blank look at the end. And uh, never done it before. And, you know, just just I, I really enjoy I mean, I enjoy healing people, but I, I love uh, being able to uh, take somebody who's never seen it and just show them how easy it is. And it's not uh, not performance driven. It's just like lighting fires and then watching them all burn. It's a, it's an amazing thing. To absolutely. Do. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, we have about uh, like two minutes or so before we have to cut for our segment. But something I wanted to talk about and uh, something I heard that you uh, start working on was called the revival game. Can you tell me what that is? Absolutely. Uh, like I said, our kids are quite involved in our ministry and, you know, they're, they're 18, 19, 21 now, but when they're younger, uh, as a police officer, I, I don't have a lot of reservation in just talking to people. Uh, but not a, not a lot of people have those skills, those people skills are just open a conversation, right? So, so, uh, you know, as kids play, you know, the punch buggy game, when you're driving around, you see a punch buggy, you, you call it out, right? So we just, we just decided, I decided to, to create this, this game called, I called it revival game. And, and the basis of it was, is, if you're driving around or walking around or, or doing whatever out as a family, uh, you know, if you see somebody with that cast or somebody limping or anybody that you think needs healing, you just call out revival. And and the premise of it was to kind of just get their radar up and, and get them past the, the, uh, the chicken line. And uh, so the game basically works as the person who says revival, the other person has to go pray for the person. So it was kind of a, a competitive kind of a challenging thing, not, not to, not to make too light of, of healing people, but uh, definitely uh, a fun way to just get your kids involved and things like that. I think for, you know, a number of years, I just played revival by myself and they, they kind of watched, right. I try to get them, but they were, they weren't uh, uh, too comfortable doing that kind of stuff. So I kind of changed the rules a little bit and said, Hey, well, you know what you call revival, I'll go break the ice, but you just have to pray for them. And, and uh, so it was just a, a, a neat little game that, uh, you know, if you're, if you want to challenge yourself, um, I'm going to talk about it a little bit in the next segment as well and just challenge yourself and getting your radar. Uh, if you're not looking for it, you, you'll never see it, right? And and so it's just kind of a fun way to uh, get my kids' uh, radar turned on and, and, you know, they'll they'll see the person with the cast before I will now because they don't, you know, they didn't want dad to make them go pray for them, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, now they're now they're a little more mature and, and they, they enjoy doing it too. But it, it is, it's a great, it's just a great way to, if you're not comfortable with breaking that ice and stuff, uh, um, your carnal mind will get in the way pretty fast and talk you out of things, right? So uh, it's just it's just a great way we found to make it fun. And uh, uh, if you have any kind of a competitive spirit in you at all, it'll, it just ramps it up that much more. That's so cool. So listeners, you got, you got all these testimonies, you got healing pickup lines, and now you got a healing revival game. I mean, what more do you want? We can end the show right here and be complete, but no. We will, <laughs> we're going to come right back after the second segment where we have our lesson in prayer time. So keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast. We'll be right back momentarily. Hey guys, Million here. Please visit www.dominionfire.com for the latest episodes of the Heal the Sick podcast and also for our video vlog series entitled The D-Fire Vlog. After visiting dominionfire.com, please visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash dominionfirechurch and hit the subscribe button and make sure to hit the thumbs up for any video you watch. This content is available for free and new videos are posted throughout the week. That's dominionfire.com first and then youtube.com forward slash dominionfirechurch. 
Thank you, and we'll see you soon. All right, listeners, back for the third segment of the Heal the Sick podcast, and uh, there's something good coming your way, and I know because in the break between these two segments. We had a little technical problem and I had to fight through it and we got it. And we got our guest back on the phone. And uh, obviously something on the dark side is trying to stop him from saying what he's got to say to you. So I'm going to shut up now. Let's get right to him. Uh, This is the part where we talk about our lessons and stuff. So you wanted to share uh, something about healing. So what would you like to share with us today? Absolutely. I I thought I'd share uh, something that I know a lot of people have enjoyed in the past. uh, And and I call it my top 10 tips not my top 10 hips, uh, but my top 10 tips for releasing healing. Uh, there's actually 13 of them because every time I review it, I, I end up adding a few more, but we'll get right into it. Uh, number one, I uh, just teach people, you know, set a goal to pray for somebody every day. Uh, if you're not seeing uh, people healed in your life, it's probably because you're not praying for them. That's the number one thing I say. And, uh, you know, if you if you don't see 10 people healed this week, it means you didn't pray for 10 people. Uh, so just set that goal every day to pray for somebody. Uh, don't make it a notch in your belt type of thing, but just, just something to motivate you. It's what I had to do, like I said in the other segment, uh, uh, you know, I just, I was wanting to see a testimony every day and, and God's been faithful to do that as we, as we put our mind to it. And uh, we created things like the revival game to, to, uh, uh, to get that motivation going. So if you do that, you'll, you'll just start seeing things happen. If you, if you don't pray for a hundred people, you'll never see a thousand, uh, a thousand people. Right. And, and so you just have to do those things. Uh, number two, declare things. Uh, God taught me a number of years ago. Uh, I used to be pretty conservative and, you know, I'd pray for God to do something and, and uh, you ask God to do something. And, and he taught me about declarations and, and we have the authority. He's, he's already done it. Jesus already paid the price. Um, so, so stop asking him to do it and just you start declaring it because you have the authority and the power. Uh, you know, don't pray those safe prayers of Lord, if it's your will, because it's clear in the Bible that it is his will to heal people. Uh, the Bible says it's the, that it's the children's bread, healing and deliverance is the children's bread. So, um, just, just, yeah, don't, don't pray those safe prayers. Um, it's always his will to save and deliver people, uh, and to heal people, uh, declaring healing is a prophetic act call things into being that are not so so declare the the solution and do it out loud that was kind of a a real change in in our ministry i'd say five or six years ago god just really taught me about declarations and and uh what i wouldn't have done or thought was maybe a little bit arrogant five years ago now i do every day and you just declare the solution uh and uh you'll see just the power of god move in in, in the authority you've been given uh number three i teach people uh, declare until it's awkward Sometimes when you pray for people, nothing happens. Um, don't don't back down right there. Ask them to pray again. And, and our teams always laugh when I say this because I, I, I teach, you know, pray until it's awkward and then pray one more time. And you'll find that you'll see something a lot of times, maybe after two or three prayers, uh, something small will change. And, you know, if their pain level, ask them questions. If their pain level is an eight and it goes to a 7.9, uh, then get excited because something shifted and then, and then uh, just go after it. But uh, just, yeah. Don't don't just stop at one prayer. I have so many testimonies, so many testimonies of of, of people being healed after the third or fourth or even fifth, sixth, seventh time where where nothing happens in the, in the first uh, uh, five or six times. So so yeah, just just encourage you all to do that. Um, number four is you know tell people tell the pain to get out. 
speak to it like it's a person. Uh, you know, just, just command that pain to get out, uh, talk to the muscles and the joints and the ligaments and, and speak to them. Um, and, and I guess that just comes back to that declaring things, uh, you know, uh, declare the chemical and electrical systems in, in the body to come into alignment. And, and uh, a, a really funny phrase or a neat phrase that I learned from Frank Hanks uh, as well when we were doing some farmer's market ministry was... Uh, you know, he just declares over people sometimes uh, just a, a factory reset. Uh, he'll just uh, he'll just say, you know, I just call everything back to factory specifications. And uh, so, you know, just just speak those things out, declare them, get them out. Um, number five is testimonies release faith. Uh, you know, the first segment of, of the show today is all about testimonies, and, and I just believe that so heartily. I've seen um, I've seen so many people healed just by releasing a testimony. Um, so, you know, if you have that goal to get a testimony every day, you'll always have something fresh to tell somebody the next day of what you've seen, and it builds their faith in an environment of faith. Stuff just begins to happen. Um, you know, Revelation says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Uh, so just, uh, yeah, just share testimonies with people, and uh, it'll build their faith. I, uh, before I pray for anybody, I always try to tell them a testimony of something I've seen that that's close or is exactly what they have. Uh, number six, there's no formulas. Um, I don't know, as guys, sometimes we, we like to have uh, a formula, and so we can just repeat the formula and, and, and do it. Uh, um, but, you know, don't get stuck in formulas. These are tips, not not uh, rules. And uh, sometimes, you know, it's important to listen to the Holy Spirit, and, and sometimes what worked last time won't work this time, and, and so you got to be, be sensitive and hear and, and listen. And uh, so don't get stuck in formulas or methods. Uh, you know, if you got nothing, you can fall back on a method, but... Uh, uh, he's faithful to, to, to release stuff every day. So um, Jesus, you know, said to lay hands on the sick, not to pray for the sick. So you don't even need to necessarily lay hands on or You don't even necessarily need to pray. Uh, test those things. Have fun with it. Uh, you know, I've seen many, many people healed just by just by putting my hand or my finger on their, you know, their shoulder or their neck or wherever the, the pain is and not even praying and just checking it out and, and they get healed. So that's kind of a cool one. Um, uh, number seven is, is don't get stuck in the process of formula. I guess I covered that one a little bit already. It's kind of a double up, you know, just listen to the Holy Spirit and obey. Sometimes the things you hear are are outside of your comfort zone and, and uh, you got to set your carnal mind aside and, and just be obedient. And uh, just, again, seeing many testimonies where, uh, you know, something something comes into your spirit and you hear it. You don't think it really fits, but you, you, sh- you shove the carnal mind in the corner and you do it and, and then they get healed or they're, they get delivered because you spoke what, what came to you through the Holy Spirit. So that's good. Number eight, thankfulness is warfare. Um, thank him for everything he's doing. You know, you see those small little changes, like I mentioned in, in the other point, you know, if it goes down by a point, just thank him, thank him, thank him and release more. Uh, just declare more. And, and like I said, you'll see... Uh, don't be settled for 50%, right? Uh, you pray for somebody and, and they get, you know, they say their pain's gone by 50%. Don't, 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 they're usually excited about that. They're, you know, somebody who's been in a lot of pain, if it goes down to about 10%, they're okay with that. They'll even try to leave and say, no, that's fine. Uh, you know, I'm good with that, but uh, press in for that extra 10% because we serve a God that's a hundred percent, not, not 80 or 90%. Um, number nine, um, when I pray, I just I just really believe that Jesus always starts or finishes something every time we declare it. So even if the times that you don't see it, you have to just stand in that faith that something has taken place in the spiritual because you declared it today. And, and we get testimonies all the time from people who, who at the time of prayer, it looked like nothing happened. And uh, weeks or days or months later, uh, uh, people come and track us down and say, hey, you know what, you prayed for me last summer at this conference and, and uh, didn't think that anything happened. But two months after, 
you know, I had this dream and, and God showed me that he was, he healed me that day. And, and this is the release of it. And they wake up. There's one particular one I'm referring to, you know, she woke up the next morning and she needed surgery, but her shoulder was completely healed after this dream. She had a couple of months after, but she had tied it all to being prayed for at the one time. So, so always believe that what you're, what you're praying does something. Don't, don't get discouraged if you don't see it, uh, instantly. Um, number 10 prayer, the sh- pray the shortest prayers you can think of. Uh, and get them to test it out. It doesn't have to be super spiritual. It doesn't have to be uh, uh, full of like those formulas and methods. Just just declare healing. Uh, you know, test just by pointing at them or touching them, because uh, you carry something. You carry the power of the Holy Spirit in you, right? And uh, uh, sometimes healing doesn't physically happen until they they actually try it out. I, I find it's about a fifty fifty split where people feel something or they don't, and. Uh, uh, you just have to ask them to check it out. Uh, it's just a, it's a good habit to get into because you'll miss about 50% of the healings if you don't get asked people to, to check things out. Um, real quickly, the last three, declare scripture. Uh, hold on to God's word. He heals because he's faithful to his word, not because he approves of our lifestyle or, or how great I am or, or the, you know, whatever we think about ourselves. He, he heals because he's faithful to his word. So declare scripture, declare his word over people and, and you'll see stuff happen. Um, number 12, always pray from a position of love. Um, if you if you pray from uh, ambition or fear, those prayers are powerless. Uh, you've got to be sitting in that seat of love when you're ministering to people, and uh, that's just a real, real important, real, real important one. Um, and lastly, um, number thirteen, if you grew up conservative uh, in a church that that you know taught you how to you know how to pray typically we bow our heads close our eyes all that kind of stuff i, I just encourage people you know break out of that habit not out of re- non-reverence but uh, you'll just miss some really cool stuff um i prayed for a, an eight-year-old boy with a club foot once and his foot turned straight in my hand um but i didn't see it because my eyes were closed and, and ever since then i don't close with my eyes i don't pray with my eyes closed that much anymore um so just yeah there's just 13 quick tips that uh, i found or we found that, that just give us uh, a mindset to just see God released all over people and, and his healing and power released. Wow. 13, 10 steps. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. And uh, Jim, if people would like to find out more about you, track you down, ask you some questions, maybe add a few more to the list, where can people find you? What contact information do you have? Absolutely. Uh, I have my own, my personal ministry website is www.allsurrendered.com. Um, uh, we just, through that ministry, we'll just come and teach and preach. And if you contact us, uh, Canada has actually been prophesied to bring healing to the nations and God's just been opening those doors for us to travel. Where I, I said to you in the, in the segment or in the off time, you know, we're leaving for Bulgaria this week, but, uh, you know, if people want to, to, uh, engage with us and want to, want us to come, we'll definitely do that. They can email me as well at Jim at allsurrender.com. And then a couple of, uh, I run a couple of Facebook groups. Um, one would be for our ministry here in the, in the church, the Healing and Deliverance Rooms of Sylvan Lake. If you search that on Facebook, again, Healing and Deliverance Rooms of Sylvan Lake, you'll find us there and you can kind of see what we're doing. And uh, and then I moderate another group on Facebook called The Heart of Miracles. If you search that one, you'll be able to, to find us and have discussions and see kind of testimonies all the time and what we're doing there. And also, listeners, if by chance you can't track him down, make sure you email us at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com or any of our other outlets like dominionfire.com. Any of those are fine, and we will help you track him down as well. So, we've had a great show. It's been awesome to have you here, and I thank you for spending some time with us today and uh, bearing with me through a couple little issues. But this uh, is the powerful, real, real powerful part of our show 
where we do some prayer time. So what I'd like to ask you to do is if you'll please pray for our audience and our listeners. And if along the way you pick up anything specific or prophetic word, discernment, word of knowledge, anything like that, by all means, let it rip. So at this time, would you please pray for our audience and take us all the way to an amen, please? Awesome. Thank you for having me. And one thing I didn't mention was, you know, we, we've seen all sorts of healings over text, Facebook and email as well. So I just wanted to mention that before I pray, uh, because, you know, you can receive easily. God's not limited by time and space, and you can receive today just by, by coming into agreement with, with the testimonies you've heard today. So so I'm just going to pray. And Father, we just thank you that, that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Lord, and I just pray over anyone that's listening today to this this show and anybody that's been stirred or motivated by by the testimonies that they've heard, Lord. And we just we just thank you that your promises are yes and amen. Um, God, I thank you in Matthew 8. You, it says that you drove out all the spirits with the word and healed all the sick. And in Acts 10.38, it says that, uh, you know, you know Jesus of Nazareth, how he, God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power, and how he went about doing good and healing all those all those who were oppressed by the devil. And, and Father, I just thank you that, that the word all in the Greek means all. And uh, so I just release healing and deliverance over anybody listening today. And I just, I just declare a demonstration of your love through, through the power that you've released through the Holy Spirit. And I just declare this in Jesus name. I just, uh, um, yeah, I just, I just feel that, hmm, I just feel that anybody with any kind of injuries, uh, whether it's ankle, knees, hips, backs, uh, I just declare healing right now in Jesus name. I just declare pain to leave your bodies right now. Uh, peace. I just release the kingdom of God over you, which is righteousness, peace, and joy in Jesus' name. And I just, Lord, we look forward to the testimonies of the people that are going to contact Million on his show, Lord, of, of the things that you've done today as they come into agreement with, with the, the power of your testimony, Lord. And I just release that over all these listeners right now. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen, listeners. Thank you so much for checking out our program. If anytime you are... Uh, receive a healing from anybody that prays on our show, would you please email us at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com, or you can use our Facebook, Twitter, whatever's easiest for you. But uh, email's usually the best, and uh, we would love to hear about it. And I know that a lot of people get a lot out of these shows, so I'm hoping that you are one of them. So please let us know. And uh, make sure that while you're on our website at dominionfire.com, you join our VIP email newsletter, which is all free, and you get early releases of the show and early access to certain things as they come out. So make sure you're on that list as well. Everything is found at dominionfire.com, the podcast, the subscription link for the podcast, as well as our YouTube video vlog, DeFire vlog out there as well. And we invite you to come check it out and uh, hang out, spend a little time with us. And we're rolling forward with developing things for the kingdom. We're, we're the media of the kingdom. That's kind of what we're, we're the PR team. That's what we do here. So uh, thanks for coming along the ride with us. This is Million in Las Vegas, Nevada for Dominion Fire. Oh, as we always say here at our ministry, boom, goes Yeshua. And we will see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.